This is Unfolding Words, the weekly podcast dedicated to sharing biblical truth that offers light for your walk and life for your soul. I'm Antracia Moorings. Today, we're going to talk about when we miss our Savior, as in when we just don't recognize Jesus. And it can happen to us whether we've walked with Jesus for decades or whether we're newly saved. There's a passage of scripture that's been turning over again and again in my head for the past few weeks. It's in Genesis chapter 42, verse 8, and it says, And Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Let me give you a little backstory about this first. It's a story of Joseph. His brothers had come to Egypt to buy bread during the famine, and they faced their brother, the same brother they'd thrown in a ditch, and then sold to save slave traders decades before. This is the brother they'd grown up with, their actual blood brother, the son of their father, Jacob. But they did not recognize him. Maybe it was his accent. Maybe it was the attire he was wearing. Maybe it could have been the facial hair. We don't know. Either way, they didn't know him, but he knew them. I find this so fascinating. The emotions that he must have felt for his brothers, why they felt nothing, because they didn't know who he was at the time. Joseph was their brother's savior. He had the provision they desperately needed, but they still didn't recognize him. It's easy to miss this fact as minor. It had been many years. They may have even thought him to be dead. Plus, he was treating them like strangers when they came to him. Genesis 42 and 7 says, Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he treated them like strangers and spoke roughly to them. Where do you come from? He said, they said from the land of Canaan to buy food. A while back, I had been awakened earlier than usual by what felt like a hand on my shoulder rolling me over. Only thing is that I was the only one awake and there was no one there to put a hand on my shoulder. It was weird. And this happened maybe two or three days in a row. A day or two after it stopped, I realized It had been the Holy Spirit gently waking me. But instead of recognizing him and his gentle nudge for me to wake up earlier to spend some time in prayer and in the word, I determined that it was just a rough night of sleep, um, anything but what it actually was. I'd missed my Savior because I didn't recognize him. And how many times have we all done this? We don't recognize his provision because it didn't come in the manner we thought it would. We don't recognize his word because it came from a person we least expected it from. Sometimes we're face to face with our Savior, but we just don't recognize him. Those early morning wake-ups that I had have led me to be more sensitive to how Jesus is moving in my life. I'm trying to train myself to look for him in everything, even when I least expect it. I found myself looking up more instead of looking down and around at my circumstances. It's easy to miss God when our focus is off. Genesis 42 verse 6 says, Now Joseph was governor over the land. He was the one who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed themselves before him, with their faces to the ground. It could have been that Joseph's brothers missed the chance to recognize their brother because they were bowing down. A good look in the eyes would have changed everything for them. Sometimes we are the same way. We're bowed down with our heads in devotionals and books, 
maybe in sermons, ministry, volunteer work, all in the name of Jesus. But we just don't recognize our Savior who's right there before us because we're so busy with all of these other things. There's another example of missing the Savior in the New Testament. The disciples were on the road to Emmaus, and they missed Jesus who was walking right beside them. They were so hopeless and distressed about his crucifixion, they were looking at circumstances, that they missed their risen Savior right there next to them. How often do we do the same as we go about our daily activities, missing the fact that Jesus is right there with us? It wasn't until they sat down to eat, just like Joseph did with his brothers, that his identity was revealed. Let's look at this passage of scripture in Luke 24, verses 13 through 35. And I think I'm going to read the bulk of it to get the full effect of the story. This is in the ESV version. And it says that very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what is this conversation that you're holding with each other as you walk? And they stood, they stood still looking sad. Then one of them named Cleopas answered him, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, what things? Which is actually pretty hilarious because Jesus knows exactly what happened. <laughs> and they said to him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty indeed in word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Interesting side note here. They were amazed that what he said would happen actually happened. Back to the verse, verse number 24. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as, as if he were going farther, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took the bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. And he vanished from their sight. And they said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened the scriptures to us? And they rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. I'm going to stop there. Why do you think these two men were kept from recognizing Jesus for hours? The answer is in this same passage. In verse 25, Jesus called them foolish and slow of heart to believe the scriptures. Their outward ability to recognize Jesus mirrored their 
inward unbelief of what the scriptures revealed about him. Notice that only one disciple is named. Very interesting and most likely intentional. Might that unnamed disciple be you or me? Whoever the reader is. We sometimes find ourselves walking, worried, distressed, let down about our circumstances when the risen Savior is right there waiting for us to recognize him and the hope he offers. After they walked with him on the road, they then spent more time with Jesus at the table breaking bread. This symbolism of breaking bread with Jesus, of opening his word, is what really illuminates our eyes. Let's not miss that. When you sit with someone and eat, you usually talk and discuss and you're looking someone in the eye. Breaking bread is an act of fellowship that produces a closeness with a person. And it was during this time of fellowship that their eyes were open to the truth that Jesus was trying to teach them about himself. Jesus is risen and glorified, but the truth is he is still with us today. And as we open his word, and his truth is illuminated to us, we understand this more and more. But we often get lost in our circumstances and fail to recognize him, whatever we're going through. So why don't you take the time, open his word up, let him illuminate your heart, let his word burn within you like the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. And you'll understand that even in trying times, Jesus never leaves. My prayer lately has been, Jesus, I don't want to look at you and not recognize you. Help me look at you face to face, even when life is hard. And may you do the same. That's it for this episode of Unfolding Words. I'm so glad you've joined me today. For show notes, you can visit unfoldingwords.com backslash podcast backslash episode 10. That's the number 10. And there you can leave a comment or offer feedback. So I'll see you back here next week where we will once again be unfolding God's word to discover the gems therein. May God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you.